When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to WL4J's um, Bible study. I am your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn. I am very excited to come before you today. We're going to try to start doing some Bible studies um, and post them on our our um, internet radio station. I wanted to come this week with you at one of my favorite books, and probably how we're probably going to do it for a minute is come with some of my favorite chapters and and work through those. Um, and then lead go as the Lord leads. But I wanted to start with Luke chapter six. It is one of my favorite chapters in in the Bible. It's one of my favorite chapters in Luke. It's just it, this chapter is just so full of uh, tidbits to help us in our walk. Not that the Bible isn't, because every aspect of the Bible is. However, this just one just resonates with me. Um, what we may have to do this in two parts because it is a longer chapter. I'm going to try and keep this to a 30 minutes. Um, but those of you that know me know sometimes that, that goes a little over. So please bear with me and let's get started. First, we can't have Bible study without opening up in prayer. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, your goodness, and your kindness unto us. Please allow whatever that is being taught to thee be glorifying to you, dear God, and that we grow more and grow closer to you just by reading your word, dear God. So we're thanking you for all that you're doing. In the name of Jesus, amen. Oh, excuse me. As always, I have to do that that yawning stuff. I don't know why it always does it when I'm on the broadcast, but it does. So please excuse me. So let's go ahead and get started with Luke chapter 6. Verse 1. And it came to pass on the second Sabbath after the first, that he went through the cornfields, and his disciples plucked the ears of corn and did eat, rubbing them in their hands. And certain of the Pharisees said unto them, Why do ye that which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath days? And Jesus answering them said, Have ye not read so much as this, what David did, when he when himself was hungered, and they which were with him, how he went into the house of God, and did take and eat the shewbread, and gave also to them that were with him, which it is not lawful to eat, but for the priest alone. So let's just, oh wait. And he said unto them, that the Lord of man is, sorry, he said unto them, that the Son of man is Lord also of the Sabbath. Alright, here we go. His disciples and him are walking along, and they get hungry. So they take some corn. Eat the corn. Because they're hungry. Pharisees. 
want to know why they're doing stuff that, you know, because the Sabbath for the Jewish people was you did nothing. You didn't do anything on the Sabbath day. You did not absolutely nothing on the Sabbath day. If you were following Christ, well, not Christ, if you were following God, you did absolutely nothing on the Sabbath day. Because God told them to rest. Okay? Let's go here. First of all, Jesus is walking with his disciples and the Pharisees. Wherever Jesus goes, there's crowds of people. Well, in this crowd, it's not just people who want to be healed or people who want to hear what he has to say. It's also people like the Pharisees trying to prove how wrong he is. So to me, that's kind of like no matter where you are in your walk, you're always if Jesus had these people around him, we're going to have these people around us, too. You know, a lot of people I don't you like the saying haters. I just don't. But a lot of people will say that your haters will be there. Well, people who don't trust you or don't like you or whatever reason or jealous of you, they're going to be around in your in your life. You can try to avoid them, but they're going to pop up somewhere, just like the Pharisees and the Pharisees would pop up. Sadducees would pop up with Jesus wherever he was. They're always there. They wouldn't leave. They wanted to prove he was wrong because he was making them look bad. So they wanted to prove that he was wrong. And catching and that he wasn't really following God because he wasn't following the law. Which is what they were trying to say with this aspect. That the lawful to do on Sabbath days. But it, it, Jesus said, hold up. David did it. David did something worse than that. David went into the actual priest and took food that was only for the priest. But, you know, that nobody seemed to really care about that. You didn't care when he did that. You're not talking about that. But you're talking about me and my disciples getting something to eat. He said, so, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. And then what he's trying to say is, the Sabbath should not be running us. It's not that we don't go by the, not that we don't go by the laws. We don't let them dictate whether or not we live. It's just, it's not the end of the world if we're on this, you know. I think there's a lot of people out there who get upset because on Sundays people work. And I personally believe that God is forgiving of that because he knows how society is. But you take some time and you build a relationship with him. And if you really want to be at church on Sundays, well, God will make a way. However, it's not the end of all ends. And that's what Jesus was trying to tell them. It's not the end of the world. It's okay, dudes. Chill. You know, but... They're trying to find a way to mess with Jesus. So now let's move forward on verse 6. And I am reading the King James Version just in case you didn't figure that out already. And it came to pass also on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and Pharisees watched him whether he would heal on the Sabbath day that they might find an accusation against him. But he knew their thoughts and said to the man which had the withered hand, Rise up and stand forth in the midst. And he arose and stood forth. Then said Jesus unto them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath days to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? And looking around about upon them all, he said unto the man, Stretch forth thy hand. And he did so. And his hand was restored whole as the other. And they were filled with madness and communed one with another what they might do to Jesus. Okay. 
Now, Jesus already knew they was going to get on him. He knew what they was going to say. He knew what it was. So he called the man forth. He wanted to show an example. He wanted to show people that it is okay. What he's doing is fine. That we can't be ruled by these laws because people will suffer and not have a life if we go strictly by those laws. And the laws were meant to be a governor. However, it wasn't meant to control. And this is what he's trying to show. It's not about control. It's about walking with the Lord and doing what God says, which means healing and, and helping people. So these people really believe like on the Sabbath day, if somebody needed their help, they would tell that person, I'm sorry, it's Sabbath. I'll, I'll, I'll come deal with you tomorrow. So that you you can't do that to people. And this is one of the things that Jesus was trying to show. Of course, they got upset and they got mad. And when they got upset and got mad, because it says they were filled with madness and communed one of what they could do to Jesus. So they all this time and then some, they are prolonged, or not prolonging, they are dealing with the aspect of trying to get rid of Jesus. They knew they had to get rid of him if they wanted their ways of life to go forth. But little do they know that they were already walking in the hands of the direction God wanted them to. Um, he was allowing their badness to their evilness to end up in a positive result because Jesus died and went to the cross and rose again um, sinless so now we have a life and we have it more abundantly in him they didn't know that they their evilness was actually going to turn into good but isn't that what God's word says it truly does all right let's move forward on verse 12 and it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles. Simon, whom he also called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James and John, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew and Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon called Zelots, and Judas the brother of James, and Judas Issachot, which also was the traitor. I'm going to stop there for a minute. First of all, one of the best things in this that I found, these verses 12 through verses 16, is how Jesus handled it. What Jesus did. Jesus went and prayed. He went into the mountain to pray. And he continued praying all night to God. And when the daytime came. He called his disciples unto him. And out of his disciples he chose 12 of them. That were the apostles. Which tells me that Jesus. The Lord told Jesus. Who his apostles were supposed to be. Which ones they were. And he followed what God told him to do. So let's just look at that for a minute. We always often wonder what we're supposed to do. Sometimes I think we just ain't praying long enough. Maybe we need to pray. Jesus went and prayed all night before he knew which 12 apostles were. Same thing for us. Maybe we need to do that and pray and wait and just keep waiting until the Lord says, this is what you do. But people don't do that. And because people don't do that, they end up 
making wrong choices in their lives. The same thing with my single sisters, married sisters. When you're dealing with different situations, waiting on God, you need an answer. Wait. Jesus did. He went and prayed all night before he came down and told them who was the 12 disciples because it was important because out of those 12 apostles one of them was going to betray him and he knew who was going to betray him but he also had to make sure he picked put that one in his inner circle that was going well not his inner circle but in his circle his apostle that had more access to him than the other disciples so that he can betray him Judas had to betray Jesus I know People's go he had to for the things to go the way they went for the good to come out some evil had to happen and sometimes I think we really need to think about that stuff for some good stuff to come around look at your life some good stuff that came came out of after evilness or bad stuff look at it and see what God is going to show you I, I challenge you to stop and look over your life and see the positive and what happened before the positive because God will use the, the, the bad and turn it into good. Because he's just God. Just so you can see that it is God that's doing that. And that God is truly there for us. And this is a prime example he did for Jesus. And Jesus got the 12 disciples, the ones, the, the 12 apostles, because technically they're not disciples anymore. They're ahead above the disciples. They're apostles. Those are the ones that are supposed to plant the churches. That's what apostles do. So anyhow, moving on now. And let's move on to verse 17. And he came down with them and stood in the plain in the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Ty and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits and they were healed and the whole multitude sought to touch him for there went virtue out of him and healed them all Jesus comes down and when he comes down from the mountain they go out and he stood and the multitude of people found out where he was here they come and when they come they bring in the people who need healed from their illnesses they you know we hear the story about the woman who touched the um touched his um garment the woman with the issue of blood that touched his garment and he wanted to know because the virtue went out of him well people were touching him all the time which is probably why the disciple was like well hold up how you know all these people someone's bound to touch you because that it was already happening all the time now there was significance in her touching him because she pressed through and she was considered unclean and she went through a lot to get to him and he knew that so he wanted to make that point. However, in this situation it's just letting us know that there was people who have unclean spirits, there was people who needed diseases healed of them and there's people who just looked to touch him so that they were healed and he healed them all he healed them all all those people had some of them all they did was touch his garments and he healed them all he healed them they were saved and healed and delivered from whatever situation they were going through at that time 
And that's the same thing with God. When we get in his presence, when we are in the presence of God and we allow him to reveal himself to us and we touch the hem of his garment or we touch him, and we will never be the same. It's the same when we praise, worship, and give him glory and honor in all things. That's really how the Lord really, really deals with us in, the, in, in, in this time. Because we don't see Jesus right now. We can pray and we can ask the Lord. But one of the things I've found is my most overcoming times that have um, been a blessing to me has always come via a praise time when I'm praying and praising the Lord in all things and not just the situation at that time and a lot of us can can agree with that I believe when we do what God has called us to do and we praise and worship him that we will find that our healing and our deliverance comes just from that too and from him delivering us but sometimes a lot of times the praise and worship that goes forth brings deliverance in in different situations so i want to encourage you to keep praising and worshiping god and spending that quality time just you and him praising and worshiping him and speaking to him um and not being afraid thinking you're doing something wrong because you can't do anything wrong when you're talking to god when you're just talking to him and allowing him to speak to you, it makes a big difference in 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 our in our lives when we do that. But anyhow, um, the next thing is um, the next couple verses. I know I'm going to talk a little more on than than what I have left, the time I have left. So I'm going to break this down, and um, I'm going to end it here. So we went through verses one through 19 today and if you have any questions or you have any comments or anything like that feel free to contact us at contact us at wl4j.org and that's the number four not the word for wl4 num the number four j.org um contact us and or um you can also hit us up at wl4j1107 at gmail.com. Um, if you have anything you want to throw in there, or maybe there's something out of those verses that came to you that I didn't speak about, and um, we can have conversation about it. I like talking about the word. I like that kind of stuff. So don't feel like you are... Um, overstepping the line if you have something that you came away with it differently because it's we're iron sharpens iron and maybe you're teaching me too so once again we have went through Luke chapter 6 verses 1 through what did I say <laughs> verses 1 through 19 so um, join me net for the next one which will be part 2 um, that will be posted and I just want to encourage you to stay in the word. And thank you for listening with me today. Until next time, God bless. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond.
Learn more at cbp.gov careers.